personal finance presentation. Personal financial planning overview. Prepare to get financially fit by practicing personal finance. Personal financial planning is the process of managing your money in order to achieve personal economic satisfaction or financial freedom. Note that there's going to be a difference between personal finance and corporate finance, although we're going to be using similar tools oftentimes in both of them. The corporate finance often being easier because when we think about business finance, what we've actually done on the business side of things is separate the personal from the business so that we can focus in on the business and the major objective for business from a financial perspective is revenue generation. In other words, a corporation is generally there to generate revenue for the owners, which are going to be the shareholders. They generate revenue and hopefully at some point in time give that to the shareholders in the form of dividends so that the shareholders can then use it for their own personal financing at that point in time. So you have a goal then on the business side, which is actually very refined down to a business objective. On the personal side of things, part of the personal finance is choosing what your personal goals are. The financing then isn't there just simply for revenue generations for the sake of revenue generation, but rather to meet some kind of personal goals that you're going to be setting up. So it's a lot bigger of an umbrella, a lot bigger topic when you're talking about personal finance than on the corporate finance. You're going to still have the objective of revenue generation, investing money, growing money, but you have the wider objective of needing that money for a particular goal. So the general idea on the personal side of things would be to say, I need to set those particular goals. I need to see what the long-term goals are. What are my short-term goals? What then are going to be the financial needs in order to meet those goals? And then what tools and resources can I put together in order to meet those financial needs so that I have the money to do what I want to do? So for that, we need something like a financial plan, which could include things like a formalized reports, formalized reports, which can be your financial reports, including the past data accounting type reports, income statements, balance sheet type reports, and future reports, which are going to give some idea or perspective what we think is going to happen into the future to meet particular goals in the future. It's going to summarize current financial conditions, meaning where do we stand right now in terms of our financial plan with regards to finances. Those are usually accounting records, which would include, say, the balance sheet, which would list out the assets and liabilities that you currently have at this point in time as well as what your goals are at this point in time. Analyze financial needs. So now this is a mansion here. We might not need a mansion, but those are going to be our objectives into the future. What, what are we going to want in the future? We might be breaking out our goals in terms of long-term goals, short-term goals, things like retirement on the long-term, graduation, and so on. Short-term goal to meet our immediate needs in, in the immediate future for our current spending needs at this point in time. And then it's going to give us our recommendations for future financial activities, give us a type of roadmap that we can use to move forward so we have a guide as to what we're going to be doing going forward, noting that that roadmap, of course, will not be perfect. We will skew off the road 
But as long as we have a roadmap, we can compare and what we're doing compared to what we had planned to do, and that will usually result in better results. So what are the advantages of financial planning? It's going to increase the ability to obtain, use efficiently, and protect financial resources. So clearly, we want the financial resources for a goal. We have a goal for the financial resources, not simply to get financial resources, but to get them in order to achieve something as we obtain them. Then, of course, we have to do that efficiently and we also have to protect them. So as we have the financial resources increasing, you might think, well, that's a great thing and it is a great thing. But it also comes with a burden because, of course, now we have more stuff that we got to manage in, in managing resources. Liquid assets especially can be something that is time consuming and we want to make sure that we, you know, you know, we do that properly. Increase control over the, our affairs. So we want to be able to have the control over our financial affairs. We want to make sure that we have the resources growing to the point that we, we need them for our spending needs, for the goals that we have set, and that we want to have the ability to spend the money in a format that we when we need it, meaning those are two often different kind of objectives. When we're growing money, sometimes the money's locked away and we can't get to it as easily. And we're going to need to spend it. We want to manage the point in time that we're going to be needing to actually take the money out and spend the money for our financial need. Improve personal relationships. Now, when people think about personal relationships, just talking about money often isn't the first thing that they think about. Oftentimes, people actually avoid discussions of money in, in personal relationships. And even when when I work on business sides of things, when people get together in, say, a partnership specifically designed for business and their family members or friends for a long period of time, they often kind of overlook some of the, the financial discussion because they kind of feel like they should know each other so well, I, I, I assume, that, the, that they don't need to discuss finances or something like that because they just intuitively know. But usually it's really worthwhile to lay down what, what do you actually want if you're in a partnership, like a business partnership in particular, what do you want financially? What do you want out of this partnership? And if you're in a marriage, it's a similar kind of thing. It's usually a good thing if you could say, okay, do we want to combine our, our finances together? What are your views and objectives in terms of finances? You know, can we do we want to have separate accounts or joint accounts, all this kind of stuff, which is, is usually a, a good thing if you, the more clarity is usually good. Provides freedom. Clearly, if, you, if there's debt or something like that, then that restricts our, our freedom. And if we don't have the, the money to do the things we want to do, then that restricts our, our freedom. So it's nice to have the finances to do what we want to do. Now, when we think about the, the financial plan, every person's life is unique. So this is where we got to try to categorize ourselves and say, okay, where, where do we stand in terms of where we stand with our current condition right now? And where do we want to be? We can try to group ourselves in some standard types of groupings and doing so can help us look at what other people do or, or what typically people do in that stage of life and give us some ideas of what kind of planning we might want to do. So we have the adult life cycle, things like stages in the family situation and financial needs. We'll talk about these in more detail just to list out some, you know, some things that you want to consider in your personal circumstance. Again, every person having unique circumstances, but we can get an idea. We can kind of group or compile together, you know, general life cycles, and then you can, you can look at them together. So we have the life situations, including things like marital status, home size, and employment, major events in life, including things like graduation, marriage, divorce, birth, career change, and health changes. 
So these things, and then we have values. These are things like ideas you feel to be correct, desirable, and important. So we'll go through some of these in a little bit more detail. Now, first we have the age. Clearly, if you if you group by age, that's going to be one factor that that we can kind of compare to other people in similar ages. Other people will have different life conditions, different goals in every age in their life, but we can get some generalities in terms of what people are usually looking for in a particular age, and that can help you to kind of think about what what you would want to do uh, going forward. Also, note that people's desires will change generally drastically from age to age. So as we go through the process, then we can look back and say, you know, have we achieved the goals that we were looking at before and or have our goals and objectives completely changed as we've gotten older and so on. Marital status, as we talked about, could include single, married. We've got uh, divorced or widowed. These will all have significant impacts on our finances. Clearly, when you're single, you're going to be having different financial conditions if you're married or planning to get married then you're going to want to start thinking about on the finances how you know what are the different objectives of the individual so they're known do we want to combine the finances how do we want do we want to have separate kind of finances and, and run things how do we want to basically put things together so number and age of household members so you know do we have a big household small household the people that are included and what we think our values or what our responsibilities are from a financial perspective for them will have a major impact. So are we in a situation with no other members in the household versus preschool children where we might have different kind of planning involved responsibilities that we feel with relation to them? You know, do we want to, the school responsibilities and graduation and college and this kind of thing, elementary and secondary school children, college students, Clearly, that will change, you know, so your perspective on these things over time is going to is going to have to change and evolve as as things and conditions evolve, develop uh, developed adults in the household and non dependent adults in the household. So then we can have things like the employment status. Are we a full time student? Clearly, our financial circumstances will differ if we're a full time student versus not employed full time employment and the part time employment. So we want to kind of think about what our objectives are in this situation as well. If we're a full-time student, is our inject is our objective full-time employment, or are we a student because we actually we, you know we just want to to learn things and we want to and, you know we're going to be a part-time employment after that, or you know what are going to be our career goals? What kind of financial conditions might we have in the future? These will clearly be unique to individuals, and they're going to be a big part of the financial planning. Common, common financial goals. So we can think about just general financial goals, which can give us some idea of what we're going to be doing throughout life. So here's just a common overview. We'll go through some of these in more detail just so you can get some ideas of typical kind of financial goals that you would be thinking about or planning for. And then when we get down to, to the more details in terms of things like budgeting and things like, you know, investing, what type of investment tools can you meet? You want you want to have your your goals and your strategies in place for that. So you might have like career training would be a goal that would is very common. Create an effective financial record keeping system. So having your books basically set up the books, your accounting books are basically measuring your performance as you go. So remember, the accounting fits into this because that's going to help you determine what your performance has been and where you currently financially stand so that you can then use that information to plan or project out into the future. 
So we have the develop a regular savings and investment program. So once we have our plan put together, we've got our goals, our long-term goals and short-term goals. We want to budget our current spending so that we, we're in range, a good range for our current spending and hopefully able to manage to put some money away to meet longer-term goals. Like if we need a car in the future, a home in the future, to for schools in the future or something like that, or for and retirement in the future. Uh, common financial goals and activities continued, having an emergency fund. So we might want to, at some point in time, of course, have some money put away in case there is an emergency, so we have it. So when we have our financial planning goals, we want to have the long-term financing if we're planning for retirement or something like that. Oftentimes, we're locking money away in some ways, and if we take the money out, then we're often penalized for it. Or we might have certain types of investments that we can't get to as easily, like CDs or something like that, without it costing us to, to take money out. And it's useful then to have an emergency fund, which may not be earning as much money over time, but is, is, is there in case you need it. So if there is an emergency, then you can pull the money out quickly and deal with the emergency that, that comes into place. So that is a, an important and a great luxury to have gives you your own kind of insurance. That's your own personal kind of insurance plan. In case an event happens, you can take action when action needs to be taken. Getting appropriate insurance coverage. So clearly the insurance needs will change throughout life. What kind of coverage you want, you're going to need, what would be a sufficient amount of coverage. So, so that's another consideration. Clearly create and implement a flexible budget. So once you get down to your goals, your short-term and long-term goals, the budgeting is usually going to be, once again, kind of like an accounting situation. But the accounting, remember, is going to kind of guide you on the past performance, what you've done thus far, you know, what you've done in the past and where you stand in the current point in time. Budgeting is not so much a long-term. Usually, you're usually thinking about a short-term goal setting into the future, meaning you're budgeting out month to month, year to year to meet your short-term goals so that if you keep on that track, you're able to meet the long-term goals, which are things like saving for a car, saving for like retirement and so on and so forth. So you, you wanna have kind of a picture how this all fits together. Cause like I say, there's a lot of different components. If you were to compare this with a, with a corporation, you're, you're talking about a lot of different things here, right? The management in the corporation would, would set up the long-term goals. And then you'd have the bureaucracy in the corporation, the, the lower level management dealing with the day-to-day -day kind of kind of d decisions and then you'd have the accounting people in the corporation doing the current finances and then the budgeting you know these would all be you know separate kind of tasks if they were if they were on like a corporate a corporate level and, and on a personal side obviously we don't have as much money going through on on the personal side possibly but we do have the uh, these different needs that we're kind of managing at 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 the same time so we have the common financial goals and activities continued we have the evaluate and pick investments. So that's going to be more in our long-term needs. So we're, we're budgeting, we're, we got our financial records, and now we're putting money away so that we can meet possibly our longer-term goals, things like buying a car, buying a home, retirement. And to do that, that's when we get into the investment scenario, which a lot of people, it's the first thing that comes to mind. That's only one component that, that we want to think about, right? We got to think about what our objectives are 
Then we got to think about our long-term goals and how we're going to meet them. And then we can think about kind of the tools that we're going to get in order to get there. And that's going to be including investments, tools, and strategies in terms of putting the money away. Make and implement a plan for retirement goals. So, of course, we want to then think about the retirement strategy that we're going to have. That's for individuals, that's one of our most long-term strategies and therefore one of the most complex ones because the further something out is into the future, the more uncertainty there is and the more difficult it is to plan on. The only further out we can go is if we were doing estate planning from the individual side after our death, where's our money going to be at that point in time? In our lifetime, the longest thing out is kind of like retirement planning. Therefore, it's often got the most uncertainty, most unknown components to it and can be therefore one of the most complex create a will and make an estate plan so then of course you know you got to think about what you're going to leave behind at that point in time and that is kind of going beyond retirement and at some stage you know different stages in your life that of course will become more and more important to make the will and make it as easy as possible for the transaction and that's really is you know, a nice thing to do for, for the your relatives, of course, if, if you know, it's just lay out, this is how I want things to, to, to work and make it clear. It's just like with the, just like with the plannership and a partnership or relationships or something like that, the financial strategy, the more clear you are about it, usually the better off uh, you are. So if you have your estate clear and your will clear and your estate planning, that's usually, you know, a good thing.